We do greatly appreciate you doing these little tear-off attendance registration things. Every Tuesday morning, I get with Jeremy and say, all right, now, who are these people? We don't have a picture of this name. Who are they and who are they? And he helps me learn. You know, this, I think today is the first Sunday of year two for me here. And year one was just a crazy year. So still learning names and faces, and it is quite helpful to have uh, your uh, forms filled out so I can look through pictures and maybe creep on you online a little bit and find out <laughs> who some of you are. Um, and it does help us keep tabs on who may not have been here in a long time, someone we need to check on. So thank you so much for doing that. Thanks to the Bell Choir. They've played twice this morning beautifully. I think that's the smallest number of ringers we've had. Um, you guys still did awesome. And I want to say thanks to Kim for filling in for uh, Rachel on our piano and organ this morning. Thanks so much for sharing your gifts with us. Our scripture comes from Psalm 34. You already heard reference to it as Marilyn talked to the children. Let me read some of those verses this morning. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Look to him and be radiant so your faces shall never be ashamed. This poor soul cried and was heard by the Lord and was saved from every trouble. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and rescues them from all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord rescues them from them all. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about coming out of hiding as we looked at the story of Adam and Eve in the garden and their attempt to hide from God. We considered how God invites us out of hiding into his loving presence. This week, earlier this week, as I was thinking and praying about our worship time together this morning, I kept thinking about one of the blessings of coming out of hiding and basking in the presence of God is that God meets us where we are whenever we respond to that invitation to come out of hiding. And God cares for us in every situation of life, including in those situations where life is not necessarily at its best. Adults get boo-boos too, right, Marilyn? Now, 
They may be emotional boo-boos or spiritual boo-boos. They're not so easy to see, but we have our own boo-boos as well. Sometimes we just get overwhelmed with life. We struggle with our own hurts and troubles. We grieve, we worry over people and over things. We feel lonely or depressed or uncertain. Maybe we find ourselves or someone we love wrestling with some of the concerns of life that simply get heavy and wear on us a bit, or sometimes a lot. When we feel those kind of things, those emotional and spiritual boo-boos, they can just seem to override everything else. If it's us with the pains or troubles, whether physical, emotional, spiritual, it's hard to think about much else, to be able to get past who we are and where we are at that painful moment. If it's someone else, someone we love who is suffering in one or more of those ways, we want to help, but sometimes feel helpless and discouraged when we can't. If you've ever been in any of those struggles, let me assure you, you are not alone. You are not alone because our Heavenly Father is fully aware of that situation and stands ready to respond lovingly and powerfully. I remember, it doesn't seem like that long ago, but it was, when I was a father raising young children, I hated seeing my boys hurt for any reason. And I still hate to see that. I remember, though, when they were young, I often felt helpless because I couldn't really fix what was wrong with them. If you've been a part of raising children or caring for people really at any stage of life. Maybe, maybe you understand that. You've been there where you couldn't really fix what was wrong. Maybe it's because of an injury or an illness. I remember a couple of times one or the other of our kids had an illness with an extremely high fever. Um, I just wanted to fix it. Maybe it's an emotional wound. As the father of young boys at that point, I often wanted to be able to fix whatever was causing the pain. And I remember feeling so helpless when I couldn't. Helpless to do anything that made a difference. But for the children of God, our Heavenly Father hears and understands our hurts and pain and is far from helpless when it comes to caring for the children of God. Psalm 34 reminds us of God's faithfulness and God's power in and through troubled times and reminds us that we're not alone, that others experience the same kind of things we do, have the same needs for God that we do, and that we can walk through this together. We can be a part of one another's lives. Look at this psalm carefully, and you'll see in these few verses I want to look at, you'll see kind of a back and forth between focus 
and then witness. Look at these first couple of verses. The focus, this is verse 3 in Psalm 34. Come, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt his name together. That's the call for what to focus on. And then a testimony, a witness. This is verse 4. I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. So, big picture, here's what we need to be doing together to focus on the greatness of our Lord. Personal picture, I experienced this. I prayed, God answered my prayers, and I was freed from all my fears. We have the same thing in verse 5 and 6. Focus. Those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. It's a call. It's a focus. It's a pay attention right here. This is where our hearts and minds need to be. Then the word of witness or testimony is, in my desperation I prayed. And the Lord answered. He saved me. From all my troubles. That verse 6, that last part of that screen there, kind of sums up the writer's experience in its entirety. I prayed to the Lord. The Lord answered. The Lord saved me from my troubles. This is the writer's testimony. His personal experiences of God's faithfulness that are constant through easy times, through difficult times. Now, you know as well as I do, anybody can give God credit or thanks or praise when things are going well and life feels good. Not a problem, right? We can do that. It's a completely different thing and it has a totally different impact when those words of praise and thanks and trust come in troubling times. Somehow they seem a little more real. They seem more significant. So I'm looking at that screen and it has this phrase in it. So you'll be radiant with joy. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, we love that. Hey. But then we read the next sentence and we hear this is in a time of desperation. This wasn't feel good time. In my desperation, I prayed and the Lord answered. In our weakest moments. Those most troubling times that we all go through, we need to hear focus. Don't lose focus here, but we also need to hear from Scripture and from each other words of witness and testimony, even words that include, in my desperation, at my worst, at my lowest. I prayed and God responded. We need to hear that from each other. Sometimes we need to be the hearer. Sometimes we need to be the witness. We need that encouragement. Maybe because we're troubled and struggling. Maybe for no particular reason on a given day. We just need to hear that from somebody else. I heard a, little, heard a story about a little girl who went up to her room to get ready for bed. Soon she's yelling, Mommy, can you come up here with me? To which the mother says, Hey, 
You know how to get ready for bed. You know what to do. Just do it yourself. The little girl's response was, yeah, but sometimes you just need somebody else with you even when you know what to do. That's us. Sometimes we just need somebody else with us even if we know what to do. Someone to remind us of who God is and how God can work in all types of situations. When things are okay, when they're great, when we're struggling. There are times when we simply need others with us. Maybe because we feel wounded or weak, we're battle-weary. Or maybe for no reason that we really understand at the time. There are times when we all need someone to remind us we are the children of God and that our Heavenly Father hears and will respond to our needs lovingly and faithfully. Sometimes we need someone with us. But those are not necessarily easy situations. And we don't always do them really well, you know. On one side of that picture, sometimes when we're the one hurting, struggling, sometimes we don't want other people to know we're hurting and struggling. So we just don't say anything. We keep it all to ourselves. We try to fight the fight ourselves. We try to get through. We don't want to have to depend on anybody else. And therefore, we have no one to remind us that God is with us. And in those difficult times, we have those moments where we can forget. And we need the reminder from someone else. And then there's the other side of a situation like that. Sometimes when it's someone we love who's hurting or struggling, weak, weary, we're not so comfortable dealing with their pain, their struggles. And so maybe we say absolutely nothing because we don't want to say the wrong thing. Or we don't know what to say. Maybe we say something silly because of our own discomfort and that doesn't make the situation any better. Maybe we say something that makes us sound like a Christian cliche machine and then we walk away and leave them still there, hurting, struggling. Sometimes we all need someone else with us. Someone who can go through that difficult time with us. Someone who can remind us that God is still with us even in the difficult moments. Someone who can help us remember God's faithfulness and power that perhaps we've experienced at another time in our lives. But man, it seems so hard to remember that right now. Our daily reality is that we all live in a broken world full of pain and heartache, distress and discouragement, doubt and questions, personal woundedness. In that world, 
we need someone else with us to remind us who God is and what God can do. To help us remember that our own personal sense of brokenness is nothing too big for our God to handle. You believe that? If I didn't, I wouldn't be standing here. Nothing is too big for our God to handle. To point us, we need that person to point us toward God and to remind us of the hope, some of the hope we heard in that opening act of praise from the book of Revelation. We need to be reminded. So, whether past, present, or future, wounded and struggling people of God, Psalm 34 is for us. It's for us. In all situations, but especially in troubled times that we all go through occasionally. Listen again to the words from verses 17 and 18. The Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. He rescues them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. These words are powerful reminders for the people of God that our Lord understands who we are and where we are, what we're going through when we feel whipped by the world, wounded and scarred by our own choices or someone else's choices and actions, when we feel weak and helpless, so much so we struggle to deal with life right now. And we've worn ourselves out trying to, but not very successfully. Look at the significant truths in those six lines on the screen. Verse 17, the Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. Sometimes just that reminder is enough to call us forward in our faith, to remind us there is hope in the Lord, even as we struggle with life. Next phrase, he rescues them from all their troubles. Now, we don't get to decide necessarily what rescue means, but we can bank on the fact that rescue, when it comes from our Lord, is always for our best and always out of the love of God for the people of God. Next phrase, beginning at verse 18, the Lord is close to the broken hearted. We need to hear that occasionally because when we're most battle-worn, when we're most broken-hearted, when we feel the most vulnerable, we don't always feel like God is all that close to us. Maybe we did last week. Certainly we will again at some point. But we don't always feel the closeness of God. These verses remind us our God is and always will be near to us. This verse proclaims that truth clearly. And then the last line, he rescues those whose spirits are crushed. Again, rescue. Only this time, it's not rescue when we have trouble, 
It's rescue when we are troubled, broken, wounded, weak and crushed deep within. God's promises are faithful and true that he will rescue us, his children. I'm here to remind you of that this morning and that you can bank on that truth that's in the scripture. Now, I don't know exactly where you might be today. Maybe some of you are thinking, I'm not really sure what he's talking about. Life's awesome. But there may be a few of you who are thinking, wow, how do you know what I was going through right now? Maybe you feel like a little bit of rescue would be an awesome gift from God at this moment. I mean, we all are there once in a while. If it's you that are there today, I want you to know these words of Scripture, these promises of God are for you. You can believe them. You can cling to these powerful truths proclaimed in Psalm 34. Their truth is constant. Their impact powerful. The words are being proclaimed by someone who needed to cling to these truths. It's not a creative writer sitting down saying, how wonderful can I make this sound? It's a hurting person saying, man, this is where I'm struggling, but God, you're still God. We can believe and cling to these truths that go far beyond feeling, that go well beyond circumstance. As we close this morning, I want you to have a couple minutes to express your need to the Lord as we close. If you want or need time this morning to offer prayer to the Lord, one, you can do it where you are, but if you would like the opportunity to come here and kneel and pray, I want you to know you're invited to do that. Um, it's not a magical fix, but the presence and power and love of God are accessible through the simplest words of prayer as we offer our hearts to the God who loves us. If you want to come to the altar and pray while we sing, you're more than welcome to do that. Whether that's to pray because of something in your life or whether you're carrying the hurt and the struggle of somebody you love and you want to come and pray for them, feel free to do that. No pressure, but the freedom to do that is there. Would you pray with me? Lord, we know your love and faithfulness. We know your grace, mercy. We know your power. We've seen it and experienced it a lot of times. But we've also had those times where, for some reason, we just couldn't seem to feel your presence with us. We couldn't necessarily tap into that power. We couldn't find a meaningful way at the moment to access your love. Some people here today, or some watching online, may be at that very point right now.
God, draw your people near to you. Remind us of the truths of your word. Remind us again that you're always near us. Whether we feel it or not, you are with us. Loving us, caring for us, nurturing us, even through the most difficult times in our lives. You are here. So whether it's because of past struggles, current ones, or soon to come difficulties, we pray, God, that you make us aware of your presence because of faith in you. Faith that takes us beyond our feelings to cling to the promise of God. I lift up those who are going through difficult times right now and ask for your powerful blessing to be unmistakable in their lives. Lift up all of those people that are on the minds of those who are here worshiping, those who are listening elsewhere. Family, friends, neighbors, co-workers, classmates, whoever they may be. We pray for those who are troubled in spirit. Those who have deep emotional wounds, gaping spiritual injuries, physical weakness and weariness. We pray, God, that you care for your children as only you can do. You have proven again and again you are not helpless. You are God. We celebrate that and give thanks for it this morning in the name of Christ our Lord. Amen.